You're listening to Convinced. I'm Vince Roca. Did he say venti mocha? And I'm Michael Hutchinson. How's things? Ah, uh, they're going pretty good. How about yourself? Mm. It's good. Coffee's good. That's what I'm drinking coffee. It's probably not the right thing to be doing while well, recording. Yeah, I've been up for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I have been up for like an hour and a half. Damn night work. Um, gets your schedule all fucked up. That's right. But all those ones you bring home. All those ones? Singles? Dollars? Oh, yes, yes, yes. From the G-string. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. And then if I can get someone to give me a table tan- dance, it gets even better. That's right. Magic Vents out here. There you go. Um, what's new? What's new in your world? Oh, my world? Uh, let's see. Nothing much, really. I don't think. I have... There's no exciting news for heaven. No. I know. Crazy. What did, you, what did you teach the children this week in government? Oh, this week in government. Uh, we were talking about Twinkies uh, because I've been doing supply and demand. Uh, right. And, and uh, Twinkies have gone anywhere from you know, anywhere from $24 a box up to millions of dollars. Yeah, but nobody's paying that. They're just they're not. They're putting it on eBay for that much money, but they're not actually pulling that much money. They're not, but it's a good thing for supply and demand because then I can show... You know, before you buy a box for three dollars, but now because there's no more supply, the demand right. goes up, and so that was interesting. Now your kids are kind of special, so they're probably thinking that they two weeks ago they should have invested heavily in Twinkies <laughs> or something they, like that, right? I gotta go buy a huge box. Yes, they're like we could have made a fortune oh, on oh, Twinkies. Yeah, they're like we we should so bid on that million dollar box. I'm like, no. Is that what not. they? Is that that yeah. was the route they took? <laughs> yeah, a couple of them were like, let's bid, let's bid. I'm like, no, we're not going to bid on that. There's one that I think there's a six hundred dollar one for a half eaten one. Uh, and and my kids were like, let's bid on it. I'm like, why? What were you? What would they do with it? That's a good question. Do they want to put it in the bank, save it, and see if it, <laughs> if it earns interest? If it I goes have up no in value? idea. I thought that was weird myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. I I think that would fall under the uh, capital gains tax on art. So it would be like 23 percent as opposed to the uh, typical real estate or uh, uh, stock. Capital gains of fifteen percent. So that could be true. I, there was one which I found interesting. Some guy put into a jar in nineteen eighty-seven, I think. Okay, and it has a little bit of mold on it, but it's kind of interesting. He has kept this thing in a jar, and he's now selling it. I forgot for him. Oh, he has a Twinkie that's been in the jar yeah. since nineteen out of the wrapper. Put put it into a jar to see what would happen to it. I thought, uh, like in a wrapper, they could survive a nuclear war. I think that is just, I don't think it can. According to this thing, because, well, it's not out of the wrapper now, but it's in a jar. But he said it's a consistency of like a, a sponge, uh, like a hard sponge. Oh, okay. It has, dried out. And has a little bit of mold on it. Yeah, but the, uh, in the wrapper, there's a lot of people think there's air in there. It's not air. It's usually nitrogen. There's It's usually a gas that they put inside the wrappers. That's why like uh, products say they're good for X amount of days after you open them. Because you've now exposed them to oxygen, even though you look in it and you see that they're what you think is air. It's not air. It's nitrogen. Mm. That's usually. So if it was still in its package, sucking on its nitrogen, maybe it wouldn't dry out. Maybe. So maybe you should have put that into a jar. Uh, yeah, then sealed the package or, you know, gotten some nitrogen or something and stuck it in there. Well, if I can find one for $200, I think that's my max. I will buy one at $200. You'll buy a Twinkie I, for 200 bucks. No, I won't. No, God no. <laughs> no, I won't. Somebody else is going to start making them. Of course they are. Yeah, there's three companies up for the bid right now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, yeah, it just won't be Hostess anymore, but it'll be Twinkies and Zingers and Ding Dong. Yeah, the 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 workers. Uh, I mean, you know, we talked about striking before. How it's it's not in any company's advantage to not be able to fire their employees. That is, and true. in this case, the company just fired itself, um, and the employees are screwed. Uh, I've heard 
a lot of people on Facebook um, complain that the uh, CEOs of Hostess took these huge bonuses, but the people themselves, you know, are get the eighteen thousand workers are getting screwed. And uh, and I'm like, you realize? I mean, it, the the bonuses are huge, but hey, you know that we live in a capitalist society. They, you know, that's the whole point of building a business and being a business owner. Um, it's and not, they're not union. Uh, the employees are right. The employees are union. Yeah. But yeah. The, so the CEOs and stuff aren't. No. Yeah. They obviously. But still, eighteen thousand workers. If you give them, uh, you know, you talk about the CEO, or people talk about the CEOs getting a, you know. Uh, a fucking $20 million bonus or whatever the hell it was. I don't remember. Uh, the employees at 18,000, if you give them a dollar more an hour, that's 18,000 an hour plus times 40 hours a week times, you know, 300 days a year, whatever the work day is a year. Um, it far exceeds the bonus that the, uh, the CEO got. So I, I just, I found it amusing that people, couldn't simply do the math to figure out they're like, Oh, the CEOs, they should take some of that money and give it back to the employees. Yeah. If they do, the employees get like a 10 cent an hour raise. Yeah. It doesn't. Ooh, thanks. Thanks for that. Plus for every, whatever, for every dollar, I don't know the exact thing it is at hostess, but for every dollar that you uh, pay an employee, you have to pay an additional 50 to 60 cents in taxes and unemployment and health Security, insurance all and stuff. all of that shit. Workers comp. Uh, so yeah, that 10 cents costs the company like, you know, 15 cents or 18 cents and wipes out, uh, that CEO's bonus. And it wants to do that. I mean, a C, you know, trickle down effect CEO having 20 million is probably far better than the, the 18,000 getting an additional 10 <laughs> cents an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, the reason I brought up the, the fact that their CEOs aren't in the union is cause they can be fired at any time. So they do something wrong, they could be fired right away. So their job is more at risk. It's always at, 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 at yeah. yeah, as opposed to me working in the factory. But I have a union behind me, so I show up late, you know, fifteen times in a month. Well, the union's going to be behind me and say, "Well, you can't fire him because of blah blah blah." Right. I'm a CEO doing that. They're like, "Bye." Right. There's, so they take the risk. Yeah, there are probably some heads that rolled for that, you know, strawberry Twinkie that didn't work out quite well <laughs> in the production line. <laughs> uh huh. Somebody got the axe for that one. Um. Although a chocolate Twinkie, it seems like I mean that's a, I guess it's a zinger, but not really. No, they actually do have a, a regular Twinkie. It has a chocolate filling as opposed to the vanilla filling, um, which used to be a banana filling when it first started, and then because of World War II, oh, well, you taught your you taught your kids. That's why you know so much about the Twinkies. <laughs> yeah, because of World War II, they actually had to change it to vanilla because the bananas were rationed. Oh, look at that trivia! Now you learned something. Wow! So it was a banana filling with real bananas in it. Well, yeah, because today yeah, it would be a banana filling. There'd be no taste. bananas anywhere near <laughs> yeah. it. Um, some guys in a lab tried to figure out how to turn, you know, chemicals that destroy the rainforest into a banana tasting yeah. substance. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, a chocolate Twinkie seems like that would be a, a natural evolution. And maybe what they'll do, that'll be the next step. Bimbo. Bimbo is going to come out with the cho- chocolate it, Twinkie, right? Disney, Disney bought Star Wars uh, and hopefully will uh, do something better with it than Lucas did. So maybe if Disney buys Twinkie, they can make a chocolate Twinkie, a, a Mickey chocolate Twinkie or something. Hmm. So, chocolate on chocolate. Who doesn't like that? It's a Twinkie name. That's why I'm telling my kids. Might be you know, too. Well, yeah. You know, it's all about the name. Uh, Twinkie. Because substitutes. And we've talked about substitutes and all that kind of stuff. In the hostess is also uh, ding dongs. Ding dong. Yes. Are they donut gems too? They are donut gems. They are oh. zingers. They are. Cupcakes. The donut gems uh, are. So, is everything else going for a lot of money on eBay, or is it just Twinkies? Twinkies is just 
the big one. It's just uh, the one that... Yeah, there are some cupcakes and some... Actually, I don't think I've really seen any ding-dongs out there. It makes a funny news story to talk about a Twinkie. <laughs> it does. Because a... later on, people aren't going to know what the hell a Twinkie defense is. Uh, what is, I don't even know what a Twinkie defense is. Uh, the guy who shot Harvey Milk and... Who's the other guy? He shot two people uh, back in, was that the 70s? Harvey Milk was the... You, the gay guy, the from gay guy, Milk, San, yeah, from, Sean Penn played him in the movie. Yeah, from from San yeah, Francisco, mayor of San Francisco or something. Yeah, or? I, don't, I don't know if he was mayor, but he was something like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a public figure, right? Uh, but he got shot mm-hmm. by this guy, and this guy claimed the Twinkie defense was, which was he had so many Twinkies that he had a sugar rush and he couldn't control himself, and it was called the Twinkie defense. Did it work? No. Oh, <laughs> it did not. Well, there you go. But that's what they went with. They went with the Twinkie defense, which I'm thinking these days, I'm surprised there hasn't been a monster defense or a Red Bull defense. I read a story that uh, it's a myth uh, giving kids sugar causes them to become hyperactive, that you can't actually give the kid enough sweets to really raise their uh, hyperactivity to really excite them, that the kids are just excited anyway and probably more excited of the idea of the sweets that they had that that you know energized yeah, well, it raises them. your blood sugar that's for sure but you never see the crash you know they uh, the scientists say that they're that you can't give them enough sugar I, if you gave them that much sugar that would actually raise them you'd probably kill them um now i mean does it affect the blood it? sugar and it could be a diabetes thing yeah i'm sure but um i don't know i thought that was interesting because i was always like uh, parents would be, oh, don't give him a soda. That'll, you know, he'll be up all night. Really? From a Coke? That'll do that to a kid? Well, sugar will keep you up longer, but not like all night. And yeah, it's just like, and it has caffeine in it. We're not talking about that much sugar. Well, no, but it, but it does have an effect. You you can tell when your blood sugar sure. is down, you, you have low energy, but you have more energy when you have sugar in you. Yeah, but, yeah, but, it, but a soda a, isn't going to do it. No. Its effects are not long-lasting. No, that's why you have the sugar crash. So, and you like you say, high and you, get, you you drop down. You usually don't see the the uh, crash in a kid. Nope. So anyway, so you taught them Twinkies and supply and demand. Yep. Anything else out of that, or was that the? Oh uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. The Twinkies, supply and demand, vertical curves. Yeah, which I don't know why it's called a vertical curve. What is a vertical curve? Oh, look, we're learning today. <laughs> Something that can't be made again. So there's a steady supply. Like, I can't create more seats. I can't create a 1967 Camaro anymore. So therefore, it, it, it's uh, it's called a vertical curve. So if you recreate a 1967 Camaro uh, to the exact specs, that is not creating one? Because it wasn't made it in wasn't 1967? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the remade 67 Camaro... Well, I guess it could cause the original Camaro to go up in value, but could also cause it to go down in value. I doubt it because you still have the original. Well, uh, Disney used to be, and actually I guess they still are, they were notorious for releasing a movie and then taking it off the shelves. Um, they would literally, like The Little Mermaid, they would literally pull it from Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. Was it like 15 years? They yeah, release they would put it in the, in the vault for like, like 20 years, 15 yeah. years, 20 years, something like that. And the movie would just be gone unless you bought it. Uh, and I remember there was a point with The Little Mermaid that they were going for like, Laserdiscs were going for like $150 a disc. Uh, well, when DVD came out, the Laserdisc wasn't worth 150 anymore. VHS tapes weren't worth, you know, their $100 that they were going for because now you could just get it on DVD. So the value of it at that point was just the value of owning the actual movie or being able to watch the actual movie. So in the case of like 67 Camaro, 
uh, for a lot of people, myself included, I would rather have a brand new remade 67 Camaro than an original 67 Camaro because that thing takes fucking work. And a new one is going to be much more efficiently, you know, get do better in gas. I mean, anybody who, well, you have a 67 Camaro in your garage. Um, you drive in that thing. It's fucking noisy as hell. It rattles like mad. I mean, the, it's a three speed. It gets like 10 miles a gallon. Yeah. It's terrible ga- gas. Uh, you know, you don't, you get it in every day and you're not even sure if things are going to work or not going to work. <laughs> no power brakes. Exactly. It, and no, uh, does it have power steering? It has power steering, but no power brakes. No so power brakes. Not, not sure why. Four drums. So there's no discs. It's four drum brakes, right? Um, I haven't taken apart the front. The back I know are for sure are drums. Are drums, yeah. Yeah. The front, yeah, honestly, I don't know. Yeah, rear bet, disc brakes didn't start until late yeah. 70s, I think, maybe. Yeah, so I'm, maybe honest, I'm not sure. Um, so I, for me, that would definitely drive down the value of the original Camaro. I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be interesting to me. But there's not that many out there, so that's why the price goes up. Doesn't mean much to you, but there are collectors out there who want the original. Just like your, your laser discs. They are eventually sure. going to go up in price at some point because... It's a commodity that no. no longer is made. They will. <laughs> it will eventually go up I in price. It. I highly doubt it. Will it in your lifetime? Maybe not, but it is possible well, at some point. To well, let's look at this. hell is this have, have A-tracks gone up in value? <laughs> are there any valuable I imag- A-tracks? I imagine there probably are some. <laughs> Should I Google it? Uh, I bet that there are. If you do, it, I bet there are, just like 45 records. 45 records have gone up in value. Um, 45 records that are worth some cash. Really? Who could you sell them to? There's a lot of collectors out there. You need a you need a buyer. I don't think a forty. Well, that, that's part of the whole supply and demand, right? It's it's all about having a buyer because I can put a Twinkie on eBay for a million dollars, but I don't, if no one's going to buy it, it's not worth anything. If I have a, a Picasso painting and I don't and I put it up for six million dollars and no one wants to buy it, it's not worth six million dollars. It's worth whatever you're willing to buy it. Um, how to price? Let's say let's go a track tapes most valuable. <laughs> You know, there's going to be one out there. It's going to be like ABBA's greatest hits. Because who doesn't even? The most uh, valuable A-track tapes. You know, there's going to it, it, worth. Ooh, uh, apparently some of them are worth a couple hundred dollars. Uh, see, uh, they go up. Why? Because you no longer make them, which makes it a vertical supply curve. It's like having, uh, a, having, having seats in a theater. You go off to see Lincoln Park. They can only so sell only sell so many seats because they can't make any more seats. Something you can't cannot make any more of is a vertical curve. Sinatra, Job, Sinatra, Jobim, J O B I M, Jobim, uh, worth six thousand dollars with sales to back it up. Um, well, I'm garage selling next weekend looking for that <laughs> reprise label. It's a Frank Sinatra album free, featuring. Antonio Carlos Jobum. Uh, story goes something like this. Only a few thousand copies of the A-Track were made and sent to retailers. Some sort of disagreement led to the record label canceling sales of the album and even trying to pull them from stores. The album was released uh, was not released on any other medium, so the few A-Tracks that are out there are all that exists of this album, aside from the acetate, if it exists. Over the course of the last 10 years, I've seen two of these, both of them on eBay. Uh, the one that sold the highest uh, fetched $4,550 uh, in pretty scuffed up condition. The other was right around $4,000 mark. Both were open and used. I would expect the sealed version, if it exists, to sell for six k. 
Uh, most eight track collectors wouldn't shell out six grand, but a diehard Sinatra addict would probably love to have the album. Okay, but this kind of actually backs up what I was saying. Uh, the only reason that this has value is because it's never been released on anything else. Um, and actually, that's what makes it a collector's. Actually, the and even the your, music even is, your laser disc, your laser disc, people start tossing those out, but, use them as frisbees, and suddenly there's six of them left in the world. This music is probably available on Pirate Bay. If there was an old enough pirate to <laughs> digitize the A track, um, but as soon as if you make this available on iTunes and you can get ninety nine the songs for ninety nine cents, that's the value is the songs. It's not the tape. It's just because these these In songs case, it's are only be the, been it, released on the tape. But it's also the, the the fact that it's on that medium. It's on that tape. You're not going to get that. Yeah, I think the not, tape would go down in value if you could get the songs uh, otherwise. If you could get them on a on another you know on iTunes or whatever, then the tape wouldn't have as much value. But whatever. I mean, there's always a crack out there to buy something. Exactly. But you there, still... There, you, there's... Who is it that always buys the stuff that my pancake has Jesus's face on it? Is there somebody who buys that? Yeah, there's a company. Who is it? Uh, I can make that all day. I can sit in the kitchen and come up with stuff. Exactly. But they, they buy stuff like this. I forgot who it was. But yeah, there's a company out there that, that buys this. It's for promotion, obviously. Um, I can't remember who it is offhand. But yeah, they buy yeah. stupid stuff like that. All right. Cool. So what else is new? Oh, uh, let's see. What else is going on? Uh, let's see. No sex scandals in the school districts that I've heard of lately, so that's a shame. I mean, that's, I mean, that's bad. Uh, oh, we have uh, the the girl well, who, uh, who who um, who flipped off the Arlington National Cemetery, and she posted on Facebook and got fired. Um. Okay. What is the Arlington National Cemetery? That is where all the well, vets can be uh, buried there if they choose to be buried there. Right. Um, you know, it, it's just a big national military cemetery. Is that, I think we, there's guard, is that guards posted there 24 No, hours the guards that posted are, are at um, the John, John Lennon's. <laughs> oh, unknown soldiers. <laughs> Not John Lennon's. Isn't there a guard posted at John Lennon's grave 24 hours a day? I don't think so. People um, graffiti it, and I think... There's some rumor or there's some uh, conspiracy theory that Lennon isn't there because of uh, people. I wanting thought that was to... Jim Morrison. Oh, maybe it, uh, aren't they the Jim same? Mor- no, Are they Jim- not the same guy? <laughs> <laughs> it might be Morrison. You might be right because uh, Morrison is in Paris, and I thought there was an issue with. Yeah, I think you might that. be right. Um, so the and the, yeah, the unknown soldiers are the is the ones that have guards posted there twenty four hours yep. a day. So Arlington National Cemetery Even during the the Hurricane Sandy, they were still posted there, and there were some fake photos of that on Facebook also. But they actually were there guarding. Uh, so any wait a minute, there were fake photos of guards at the uh, yeah the way they're walking. It was it was something about. Even though it was guarded, it uh-huh. showed the the guys out there walking still right in front of it. When in actuality, from what I understand, was they were still there, but they were like back where there was some shelter, so they weren't getting they were, pummeled. They're the hiding time. hiding inside the warm <laughs> building. Yeah, and what is it? They they walk twenty steps each way. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a whole thing about how they walk and it, you know the twenty one gun salute and what that means. And I think they actually walk twenty steps, and their twenty first step is to turn around. Oh, and okay. they walk back and forth like that, but it's. I forgot what it was I was reading on that, but I thought that was pretty interesting. Sounds like a ritual the military would have. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't... Now, my question is, is it a punishment or a, a something you want to do? Because that would be kind of boring. It's like being a guard at um, Buckingham Palace. Do you really want to do that where you stand there? Is that a punishment? I would think that that's... Well, that's, a, that's why I'm curious because you don't you can't really interact with anybody. All you're doing is walking back and forth. 
Well, actually, Buckingham Palace, you're just standing there. Um, yeah, they, they do walk. They, they, they're they allowed to walk 15 paces or something like that, and they turn around, they go back, and they, they stand again. And they at, can't talk or have at any At Buckingham? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, you, you, they're not allowed to smile or anything like yeah. that. So it's like the ultimate test of a... That's what I'm curious. Is that more of a punishment? Is that something you want to do? I don't know. I'm so antisocial. I'm Asperger's. I just want to be... Isn't... Guard Buckingham Palace. Isn't everything about the military a punishment? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything bad about soldiers. My nephew's a Marine, and I'm very proud of him. But um, you do a lot of fucked up shit in the military. Like, I mean, from day one, push-ups and everything is like just a nonstop punishment. Um, that's breaking you down though it is but they still punishment you're still doing like you know here's a 300 pound pack go climb that hill it's like it doesn't end Uh, and then you and it's all to prepare you to go to war which is you know nonstop punishment there but it's not until you get out of the military military it's not until you get out of the military that you get to reap the rewards of uh you know being in there that all that punishment uh is you know, you get your college education, your buy a house for a dollar down, all the, all of those wonderful things in life, everything that you fought for, uh, the American dream. That's what you get to experience once you get out of the military. But being in the military isn't the whole thing of punishment. I mean, I think well, it's a job. I mean, you're going to a job every day. It's a job. Is uh, it a punishment? No. Do you think your job's a punishment? Uh, well, all work is a punishment exactly. to some extent. <laughs> But uh, when was the last time that Golden Valley High School asked you to grab a 300-pound pack and climb a hill? <laughs> I mean, uh, my nephew had to uh, he had to swim, I don't know, 200 meters or 200 yards. Or I don't know what the hell it is, with uh, a pack, like a, a heavy pack in his uh, combat boots on and had to do it in, I, I don't know, there was X amount of time. He failed the first two times, and the third time he got it. And if he hadn't got it on the third time or something like that, he wouldn't be able to be working in the division that he's working in. Um, which, in hindsight, turns out to be a total bummer. But <laughs> <laughs> he works on amphibious tanks. It's an undeployable unit, which I'm you know happy about that. Uh, but he never leaves San Diego. He will yeah, spend. That sucks having to be stuck down in San Diego. That's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean I. But that and that's sort of what I say to him all the time. Um, is go explore San Diego, you know, find some buddies, rent a fucking car, go to Mexico, go to Arizona, go see, you know, something. But to join the mil- the military and not see the world kind of blows. Like he's, his whole four years is just going to be in San Diego. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's such a bad thing. <laughs> I don't know if it's such a bad thing either. The real bad thing I mean, thing you get is, four years. My son's down in four years doing college down in San, San Diego. Diego. Right. But he's not getting paid for it. He's paying to be down in San Diego. Right. The the. Big issue with Brett is is San Diego is so close to the Antelope Valley that he just goes home every weekend. So he never hangs out down there. He doesn't experience. He is not experiencing anything. But he's also life. what is he nineteen now? He's nineteen. 20, yeah, nineteen. But he's gonna fucking find himself. He's gonna leave San Diego and end up living the rest of his life in fucking Antelope Valley. But when you're nineteen, though, there's really nothing. There's not that much to do down there. Like anywhere, because you're 19. When you're 19 so. and in the military, there's a whole slew of pussy that is available well, to you. Well, that's Especially true. But, but in other not, states. But if it's, that's not what you're, you're looking for. But I mean, the bar scene and stuff like that, once he turns 21, that whole scene opens up to him. But, Garnet, uh, PB, all those places just totally I, open up to him. I, San Diego, I don't imagine, is a uh, mecca of women wanting to fuck soldiers or military guys. But you go to a base that's in like, you know, fucking South Virginia – 
And there's a ton of girls who want to, you know, get themselves a piece of a military guy. I think girls all over will like like the military guy. I don't San Diego, it's just too it's like Playboy just rated uh USC the number two party school. And I that's I can't believe that that's true. I mean we don't have like How often we don't, do you go to parties? <laughs> no, but here in like in uh I've been to college towns. Uh, we've been to University of Ann Arbor. You can see where that's a is a little self-contained college town. Uh, we've been there. I've been to Windsor. Oh, yeah, we went to Windsor. Went to, okay, uh, we went to Windsor in which is Canada, but still college, like a whole little college strip. Right Nineteen, there. the drinking age there. So it's yeah, but we don't have L.A. Does not have a college town. The closest thing we have to a college town is Santa Barbara. You know, a slew of bars that are all college bars and and well, San Diego has that also. Of, there's there's a bunch of bars and stuff like that down in San Diego. A little bit, I guess, in San Diego. But have, what is it? Not, La Vista is that what it is in? in but Santa U.S. around USC? No, I mean, well, no, you don't want to cruise out around. <laughs> you, right. you don't you don't leave that area at, at USC, but you have your fraternities and sororities there. You have there's quite the life that goes on, just like San Diego State. You know, Daniel's there. You know, Phi Cap Theta. There's always something going on at the house. But that doesn't – to me, I think a party school is someplace that is like – when I think of uh, party colleges, I think of uh, like Havasu Spring Break and Fort Lauderdale and you know that type of an image. Um, the you image can't that have was, that all the time. They're like everyone's partying all no, the time. No, obviously, no. But uh, you, you have to have an element that makes that available. So places like uh, the row of bars in Ann Arbor or in Windsor – um, you can see that, okay, this is a college town. There's going to be college parties here every week or whatever. Uh, anyway, I just, I don't, I, I don't see San Diego as being that big of, for, um, m- women wanting to do military guys. Well, and, and now, so, some of some of that could be true. There are what, three universities down there. There's San Diego, especially State, foreign San countries. Diego there. And then, yeah. So that, that's possible. Yeah. You, foreign countries. Yeah. You're a, you're an American. Yeah. You're an American and an American soldier in Japan. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And whoever you get pregnant, you, you know, you, they stay there. You don't bring them back. There's no fucking, you don't have to pay any child support or nothing like that. Speaking of, we're 26 minutes. Speaking of uh, pregnancy, I, 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 we didn't. I didn't prepare you for this, but um, are you pregnant? No, 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 God, no, no. Um, you, you and I go way back, but the listeners don't know uh, either of us that well. Uh, and you have a fantastic story of how Daniel came about <laughs> a story that should probably be retold, but you weren't prepared to tell it. And I'm just springing it. On you, so <laughs> Surprise. I don't, I don't even know. I should have asked you if you wanted to tell the story. You've told the story many times to many people. I have. So I no one ever believes me. I'd assume you'd want to tell the story. Uh, it is a hard story to believe, but, um, having known you so many years, uh, I have no doubt that the story is true. And, uh, and, and it is true. I, I believe Dr. Drew did one of the things on, uh, what's, what's the, you on at night, the, uh, on K rock, the talk, Anyway, he talked about it one night about that. I'm like, that's so – I know. I've been there. Okay. So uh, you uh, – I think you were in a Christian school, right? As a, yes. You were in Texas. In Texas at a Christian school. Right. So Christians How old do. is Daniel? Daniel's now 19. 19. So 19, 19 years ago, you were in a Christian school. You were dating uh, a girl. Um, I don't know. We probably shouldn't use her name. Um, we'll call her Beth. You were dating Beth. Is Beth good? Or you got sure, Beth name? is good. I don't know. You want to date someone better? <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, you were, so you were dating this girl, 
uh, and you guys were having wild, passionate sex, and you uh, didn't use a condom, and there came Daniel, right? See, there you go. There's the exciting story. <laughs> That's that what never happened. happens in college. <laughs> That's what happened, right? <laughs> exactly. Or not. Uh, I met a girl who was, because uh, I go into a Christian school, and you know, you, you meet you meet all kinds of people at the Christian school. You meet uh, a lot of the, the PKs, the preacher's kids. Which was are the, Beth a preacher's kid? No, she oh. wasn't. But the preacher's kids are the worst. Of course. The yeah. PKs are, are the absolute, they're the ones who... I lost my virginity to a PK. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Animal. <laughs> or Alicia, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, and you know, I, <clears throat> you know, I dated off and on. I did have a relationship for a long time, and then um, I forgot what happened there. But anyway, that doesn't matter. So I started dating this new girl, and she was a virgin, which is supposed to be, you know, you're, you're at a Christian school, and that's like a great thing, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, Wait, you thought that was a great thing back then? Well, you know, it's it's in that kind of what you want, especially like, ah, oh, I just want a virgin, right? I mean, it's it, in one sense, it's really cool that you can have a virgin. Wait, wait, you, oh, wait a minute. You, you were in the mindset, we're, we're going back 20 years. You were in the mindset of, oh, I found Beth. She's a virgin. I'm going to deflower her today or were you like oh thank god i found the person i can marry and then after i didn't know about mary but it was someone it was, yeah it wasn't i wasn't being i wasn't gonna be i just totally wanted to flower it was just kind of you know it's cool that i there is someone that i'm dating who is that way that you know okay so at 19 uh, all right okay i get well, i wasn't 19 i was 22 21 um okay whatever you were 21 she was 19 she was a virgin uh were you a virgin no no um, so you thought back then you thought it was cool that you met. Well, cause you're in, you're in a Christian university and your mindset is, you know, you're doing all the stuff, you know, you have to go to Bible classes and you have to do these, uh, uh, every day at school, you had to go to these big, uh, what were they like 15, 20 minutes long and do this big like worship service and blah, 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 you know, mm-hmm. and all your friends are these good Christian kids and all that. So it, it's something that yeah, a lot of people look for. I don't know why, but <laughs> I don't know why either. I mean, I, I've, I, I do remember the, but mentality. when you get in that mindset, the, the Bible mindset, you're like, Oh, I got a virgin who is, you know, right. I, I remember the mentality of girls that were whores, uh, and that, uh, you know, you, I, I don't know, you would date them. You would want to screw them, but you still would, you know, consider them whores or sluts or whatever. We had a Absolutely. girl. They're not the girls you want to marry. Yeah. Those, you know, those that, are girls you want to have fun with you may not even want to date. You may just want to go out and see if you can get them and that's it. Yeah, and I never really thought that. I never really had that mentality back then. Um, I thought well, that, when you go to a Christian school, you do because anyone well, who's had it, sex is just. But I didn't go to a Christian school, and there were still I still had friends who sort who thought that, and um, you know wanted to find a nice virgin to marry, um, a girl who had never been with anybody, which I guess is a jealousy thing. Back then, I was like. Why the hell wouldn't you want to marry the whore? Like it's just <laughs> fucking. Right, you know she puts out. Yeah, like what? Are you kidding me? But is you've she got a put sure out to thing. You, or is she going to put out to everybody? Well, and there's that's, a thing, but right? that's the bitch, right? That's the the bitch is the girl who fucks everybody but me. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I mean, the overall point was is like I I've never been with a virgin, um, but I had no, I never had any desire to be with a virgin. I want I. A girl who had experience, I thought was far better than a girl <laughs> she could who teach had, me something. Yeah, and you know, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to have sex with a girl that you know it's going to be painful the first time, and like I got to fucking coax her into that sort of fuck that. Like, 
let someone else, let her have that experience with somebody else. I want to be unmemorable. <laughs> like, I don't want to remember her to be her first. And she's like, oh, 30 years later, she's like, oh, the guy had such a small penis. I don't want that. I want to be the guy that she banged and she doesn't even remember. That's, that's good. I want to be that guy. <laughs> and then you want your wife to know that like you were the best that she's had or at least close to it, right? Instead of, I don't know, is this what sex is like? Because I've never orgasmed before, but. Uh, virgins oh. would never know. Virgins would always be, uh, I, I don't know, I, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be like. This is what I'm supposed to do. I don't know. Do I want to be the best that my wife has ever had? I mean, I guess. Maybe top 10? <laughs> Maybe top 10? <laughs> where, where does he want to rate here? Because <laughs> if, always... if, if I'm the best, then it's going to be really, really tough to keep that up. So I might as well go maybe sixth place. She's only slept with five guys, and I'm still only in the top 10. <laughs> I can't even break the top five. Um, yeah, I don't know. I never gave that much thought. Um, it is wanting to be the best that she ever had. Uh, I guess people, there are probably guys who feel kind of inadequate about that. Um, I just want to make sure that she had a good time. Like, I don't need to be the best that you had, just as long as you had a good time. Going out and on I, top, right? Right. Like, if you've had better sex than with me, I guess that's okay. But as long as most of the time we have we have a great time, then at the end of the day, you'd rather be with me. Like, you date a porn star and you imagine that's probably going to be the most awesome sex you're ever going to have in your life. But dating a porn star comes with a lot of fucking head games and annoyances and shit like that. So you don't really want to do that every day. Um, so having consistently good sex is better than, have, than being the person that was the best. I guess is my thought. So you don't want to drive a Ferrari every day. You'd rather jump in the civic every once well, in a while. Or, yeah. That, a good, that's your commute car. But that, is, that's <laughs> a pretty good example. You, you're filthy rich. Even the people who are filthy rich and own nine cars, you know, the Jay Z's, Chris Brown's, whatever these people of the world, they don't drive the Ferrari every day. Most of the time they're rolling around in the Escalade with a, sh- a chauffeur or a stretch of some sort. Um, Cause driving the Ferrari, you ever been in, I've never driven one, but I've been in one. I've been in one. Yeah. That shit ain't comfortable. That fucking car, like your feet are pegged together. Almost, they might as well almost fucking be tied together. <laughs> um, there is no room to move in that car. You feel, as I'm told, you feel every single bump and nick on the road. If there's a pebble on the road, you're going to feel it because oh, there's no suspension tight, yeah, whatsoever. Suspension. And then the car needs a shitload of fucking work constantly. Like they always need to be tuned up and kept in, in shape. So most people who own them, I don't think drive them all the time. They just take it out. Uh, my my buddy who actually has a Lambo, and um, uh, he said he was afraid to drive it most of the time because people would run into him. Like he's driving on the freeway, but people, as they're looking, would start uh, Start swerving. floating over. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, I don't know if it's worth it for me to be driving all over the place. Yeah, there's a lot of people at uh, car shows that I've talked to. They're Sunday drivers. Um, and part of the reason they drive it on Sunday is because – you you get new, well you get no sixty seven Camaro and you try to go to Walmart and someone's going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So, very nice car, yeah, no shit. That's why I bought it. You fucking idiot. <laughs> I came to Walmart to pick up some condoms. I don't really want to talk to you about my car. It's right. just all I had to drive. My herpes are flaring up again. Getting exactly. your prescription. There you go. I want to get in and out of here. So you found a virgin named Beth. That's right, Beth the Virgin. Right. And we dated. We dated for about uh, five or six weeks. I was introduced by another friend of mine. Who, uh, she was her babysitter because she had mm. two kids. Uh, so I, I, you know, I'd go over and hang out with her. And then we started dating and, you know, we do things here and there. But, Mess you know, around. Yeah, but never yeah. wanted the penetration. Right. Because then that would be deflowering. Were you, were you able to finger Beth? 
I don't know if I did or not. Just not sure. Say, yeah, that been, crossed the penetration line. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's, it's been so long. So yeah. I don't know. All right. So Daniel probably shouldn't listen to this one. Probably not. <laughs> um, so although Daniel knows the story, but maybe not. Well, I should hope so. I, honestly, I don't. I don't know. You don't know if Daniel knows this. Well, I don't. Right. Know. I don't know if she ever told him. I, I, it's not like I set him down and said, you know. I would just think it's a story that was overheard uh, many times, but I don't know. Anyway, so you're messing around with Beth, uh, you know. Yeah, we get naked. You know, we do showers, stuff like that. We'd be naked, and um, you know, she would. That's know. an exciting thing when you're, you know, that young. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I just want to get in and out of the shower. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, as I talked about last night, I get into the shower and I can't remember what my next step is. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I'm sitting there going, "Did I soap my hair or did I condition it?" Have I done shampooing? Have I brushed my teeth yet? What stage am I at? Anyway. Uh, getting old. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, you know, it's fun to always just be, yeah, at that age, you know, you always just want to be close to yeah, anytime the opposite sex. Oh, uh, God. Any, any chance you get. Uh, yeah, and, and we'd fool around. We'd be buck naked. I know, still get around, excited. Stuff like that. It, it, if a girl is naked, I'm still, it's still a good time. I, I, I don't, I haven't been to a strip club in fucking, I don't know, 10, 20 years. I guess it was when Mario got married was last time we went to a strip club. Um, but I love strip. I think strip clubs are fantastic. Just anytime there's a naked girl in the room, shit's good. See, I'm not up for strip clubs. I, I think they cost way too much money for nothing. Why am I just feeding you money if I can't even touch you? Oh, okay. Well, number one, you're, I, I'm assuming you're talking about Vegas strip clubs. And uh, those are terrible. L.A. strip clubs are far, far better. You pay like $10 to get in. So, all right, whatever. If you go to a club in Hollywood, you got to pay 10 bucks or something probably to get in anyway. Um, yeah, what, two drink minimum every hour or some shit like that, and they're five bucks a drink. There's no booze, so you have to drink sodas. So it's a $5. Oh, that's the full nude ones. Yeah, the full nude. So you, you got to spend 10 bucks on a drink every hour. Let's say you're there three hours, so you're in 40 bucks. Um, you don't sit around the stage. You sit at the tables in the back. You don't get any table dances. You don't really have, you don't tip anything else out. You just spend that $40. So you to, people watch you. So to watch the naked. The yeah, I've gone. And like, the girls. Well, the, the cool thing about Vegas is last time I went, I forgot how many years ago it was, but um, it was Derek's bachelor party. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know, we're going over to some of the bigger strip clubs and you sit down and, and, you know, the girls come up and sit on your laps and all that kind of stuff. Right. So why don't you come take me up? Which I thought was pretty cool. I, I never got sucked into any of that. But but that's the problem in Vegas is they all want to take you to the $500 fucking oh, yeah. VIP room um, where nothing is going to happen there. That's you, right. It's, it's like $20 a song. Right. Something like that. And it's like and, every song's three minutes. So every three minutes you're getting another yeah. 20 bucks. And any if anything does happen up there, uh, it is probably happening with a girl who has who knows who she's been with, and you don't want anything to happen with. I mean, you're crazy to fucking have anything happen with that girl. You're better off doing it with a porn star. Um, but here in L.A., there are wear condoms. That's right. There are no VIP rooms. Um, so even if you like, sometimes we would sit around the bar, and even if you sit around the bar, every song you just tip a dollar. You just put one dollar on the rope in front of you. That's it. So you're spending a dollar every three minutes. So if you sit around the bar and you, you're there, what, uh, uh, so it's $10 every half, $20 an hour. So you sit around the bar for, uh, what, the three hours and the drinks and everything. I guess you'd end up dropping 100 bucks. I've never spent that much. Well, yeah, I don't think it's worth it. 100 like bucks. I, there's so many bucks. other things I'd rather spend 100 bucks on. Uh, and that's a tank of gas in the Camaro, and I can cruise like down to LA and back. Yeah. But in that time, you're going to see like fucking 30 tits 
and you know, 15 vaginas. Do you like, know how many tits I've seen in my lifetime? Uh, well, I've seen a lot of tits in my lifetime too, but I always I videos to show. I am always happy every time I see new tits. <laughs> are they real? Or are they fake? You just can't tell anymore. If I can touch so, them, they're real. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. I, I, at naked girls, I always think are great. So you're, you're naked in a shower or you're, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, we're bath. fooling around, whatever, you know, and, and, you know, she gets wet and I, you know, I, I get excited. Right. That's what happens. Right. Well, it still happens, but it's, you know, especially at that age, <laughs> it still know, happens at, at that age. It you takes know. a couple of beers and like fucking 15 minutes of coaxing. But if you smack it around enough, I still get excited. That's right. All right. Um, yeah, but, but anyway, yeah, well at that age, you know, the wind blows, the fans on right. the wrong direction. Like, woo, what's that? Pigs right. in the tent. You wear corduroys and it's a hell of a day. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, you know, we're naked, fooling around all that. Uh, she's wet. Mm-hmm. My gun goes off for, uh, the pre-com, whatever it was. I don't remember. Um, you don't remember? I, uh, that was like 20 years ago. Really? I'm supposed to remember. I remember exactly the story because I didn't remember her. I like I got the call when I came back saying she's pregnant. I'm supposed to remember the exact time it happened. I oh you uh, okay. I remember the story that you came on her belly. I did. That was that was what I remember of this. I, that's one of the things that I remember of the story. You guys were fooling fooling around, and you shot a load on her belly, and it must have seeped down. Well, you still have the pre shot though. or shot on her. I think it was just probably shot on her, but okay, if even, even if it's it. close, like, you know, you're going to, and what happens, you know, you try to pull up, but even before you do, you still have what they call the pre-cum, right? Which still holds sperm in it. Wait a minute. But you didn't, you said try to pull out, but you well, did no, not, but I mean like when you did not enter, I did not enter. No. The, now when, when you, you're naked, you're both naked. This uh, is such a great visual for all the listeners <laughs> to see me naked. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> um, you're both naked and, uh, what are you dry humping? No, we're, I wouldn't say dry humping because it'd be clothes. We don't have, we have, we're, we're naked, but dry humping is usually when you have clothes on. Okay. But here's what I'm thinking. If you're both naked and you're going to come on her, then what are you doing that is causing you to come on her? <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you're that close if if my if I'm naked and my dick is two inches away from a vagina, well, you might as well just go in there. <laughs> well, mean, but you're thinking in the bio, you're like, well, she's the virgin, blah blah. Like you said, well, you know, do I, do I want to be that guy? Do I want to be the first one? Do I want to have all that the problems? Blah blah blah. Okay. So you're not. You're you know you're you, you may be poking around, you know, poking it a little bit, but not any any kind of okay. entrance. All right. So now, all right. So let's say you are poking it. Is she like don't stick it in or is that uh, you know, I don't, has that already I, been decided that I honestly I honestly don't remember if it was it must have been decided that it wasn't right. going to happen because So we're going to assume that you're you're not dry humping. It would still we're, be dry we're humping. Naked. You're we're naked. You're naked together. If you're not entering, but we're you're not naked entering. It's, and you're it's rubbing. foreplay, right? It's foreplay. It's it, you're you're rubbing on each other. That's still dry humping. So you yeah even if you're naked but it's not dry. Oh well, <laughs> I I get you, but you're well neither's dry humping. Oh. For two 14-year-olds <laughs> who were, you know, wearing clothes and dry humping, it ain't dry either. Um so I don't know why they call it dry humping. Anyway, you're 
You are humping without pen- your non. There's no penetration. There's no penetration. Yeah, That's the important for, it's part. It's foreplay with no penetration. It's f- okay. So yeah, you guys are just grinding. You're grinding on each other. Exactly. You're messing around. Right. You know, you're hot and heavy, whatever. Right. But there's no penetration because and she's the virgin. You don't remember if you came. You think it might? No. I well, yeah. I don't remember. Hmm. I'm sure I probably did. I must have. If you're that close, and I, I yeah, like because it, I, but I don't. I don't remember. It's so long because, like I said, and then later on, I, I got back to California and I got a call two months into it. Saying, oh, 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 we'll get there. Because <laughs> um, that's a, I mean, if you're, uh, if I'm getting naked with a girl uh, and then, and we're not finishing off, even without penetration, like how frustrating. Well, there's still hand jobs and stuff like that, right? Exactly. So you would, you, there, there would, if you're going that far, it, there has to be some sort of completion, I would imagine. Otherwise, wow. Otherwise, yeah, I wouldn't be with her because there has to be. You're cre- I, I'd be in pain constantly. Right. It would just be terrible. I think Excuse even for her, for both off. of you, let's both get really excited but then not yeah, not end this. Well, we do have a story like that of another friend who. Oh, are we talking about the <laughs> the KY? Yeah, go finish yourself off. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Well, See, anyway. so it is possible. It does happen. We don't have. We can't derail onto that story. <laughs> um. So, uh. All right. So you're, and it's not about me. I wasn't trying to. It's about another friend. Anyway, so you guys are are messing around. Whatever. There had to be some sort of completion. I'm assuming we're going to go with that. You you blew your load on her. Um. But never penetrated. Never. never pen- there's no penetration. Never whatsoever. went past the wall. Like. Um, her pubes saw more action than you ever saw. <laughs> exactly. Um, so you come home and then, well, yeah. So I, I end up getting, uh, kicked out of or suspended from school for a year. So, uh, for what? For going to a party. Duh. It's a Christian school. Uh, and you got suspended <laughs> for going to a party. You're not allowed to go to parties. Really? Really? Okay. I got suspended for going to a party where pot was present. Oh. Oh, yeah. So there was, uh, it was at a social club because they don't have fraternities on Christian campuses. They have social clubs. They have guys' social clubs and girls' social clubs. They can't call them fraternities and sororities, though. So they're social clubs. Right. Because so, fraternities and sororities have ganja and social clubs don't. That's right. Except and this one apparently heads. did. Oh. So anyway, I go to the social club, and there's a bunch of guys smoking. It was actually the very last day of finals, and I was staying around because I was a theater major, and I was doing a children's theater, uh, and I was going to do some summer school classes. Okay. And yeah, I show up, and it's me and my buddy, uh, Evan, who is, who is my roommate, mm-hmm. uh, and we go there. We were there for about 10 minutes, uh, mm-hmm. and one of our buddies there is smoking out, and cops come in. Bust everyone around there for this. He had like a one hitter, so it wasn't even very big. Like even mm-hmm. if everyone took some, I don't think it wasted from it. Okay. Uh, so they arrest all of us. Okay. Oh, you got arrested. I got arrested for what? For being in a room where there was pot? Yes. Uh, for being in, in the, that was arrestable. I forgot what the actual offense was, but yeah, they took us in. They were hoping that because so you're they telling was, me the cops could show up and just arrest everybody at the Staples Center at like a fucking <laughs> concert. any concert <laughs> like fucking I, I imagine they probably could I forgot Dwight Yoakam or I could actually look to see what what, Conway what, what I was booked on but yeah it was <laughs> I, I I may have been possession 
they may have got us all. Honestly, I don't. I didn't even. You know, at that age, you're like, oh my god, I'm getting arrested. For yeah, but guy. possession, I, I, I thought had to be the person possessing it, and he claimed it was his. So I don't know. But like, they if took you've got the the whole thing was, from what I understand, because I became friends with the detective. Of was twenty years ago. Yeah, and he was yeah. like, well, we just wanted to find out. He's like, if you could give me a dealer, then I will. I'll drop your charges. I'm like, I don't smoke it, so I don't have any way of finding out a dealer. We're looking for the kingpin. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, we're in this We found a one hit joint <laughs> and we know there's a kingpin so, around. Somebody here. must be supplying the pot. Someone here is in, at least making twelve bucks in cash <laughs> and we need to find and, that. And at guy that time I'm sure it's a really him. good shit too, right? It's it not probably the medicinal was. stuff anymore. Right. It, you know, it's it's it, it's the shit stuff. Mostly right. oregano, yeah, seeds and whatever yeah. stems. Uh, but that's what they're they're all they were doing. They were searching for for that. Anyway, school finds out that I got arrested, so they suspend me. Okay, so I I'm like, well, okay, then I'm not going to stay out here because I don't want to live in Texas. So I came back to California, and a couple okay. of months later, I get this call from her saying, now, and you, I broke up with her. I'm you like, and Beth broke up. Okay, yes, yeah, because I'm like, I I don't want a, a relationship. Um, you know, long distance relationship. It's not worth it to me. Right. If I can't get naked with you, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it over the phone. <laughs> exactly. Internet doesn't exist. So, so me and my other friend, Laura jumped in my car and off to California. We came, uh, did you have any relationship with Laura? No, Laura was just like my, my best friend. We'd, uh, hang out constantly. Oh. All right. Which um, is like, instead of seeing Beth, I would go over and hang out with Laura. Laura and I would, you know, I worked with Laura. Then after work, I go hang out at Laura's house. And right. Every so, once in a while we'd see Beth. Oh, okay. So Laura is your first uh, man crush, except she's a female. <laughs> All right, she's anyway. my buddy. Yeah, she's still my buddy. Okay. Um. So you and Laura come back to Cali, mm-hmm. and you're here how long? I'm here about two months. Okay. And then I get a a call saying that she's pregnant, and my first response that Beth is, is pregnant. Yes. My first response is, "Whose is it?" <laughs> right. Who'd you, who'd you bang? Exactly. And she says, uh, "Well, she said she hasn't been with anybody, so it has to be mine." Mm-hmm. And then, then, then so, so starts the whole saga of her hating me because I asked whose it was. Right. Which lasted many years and probably still exists today and, and yes, probably will not improve if this podcast ever makes its <laughs> way back to Beth. That's right. Um, okay. So as if, if what I remember from the story is, yeah, your first question is whose is it? Because, you know, we never had sex. She, yeah, she's bent about that. Um, but then I think you you get a test, don't you? You make sure that I do. Yeah, as soon as he's born, and I, I I'm back there for the day he's born. Do yeah. you? You're back there for the day he's born. Mm-hmm. Okay, go on. I was back there for the day he was born, and yeah, we're talking. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know when they could do it, but we want to make sure I do a test on it. Right. So that pissed her off. More. Oh God, yeah, she yeah, was okay. she was not happy about that whatsoever, and that yeah, still dealing with that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so how did they test? Back then, that's twenty well, years. Actually, now you can just actually, do it she wouldn't song. do it out there, and she's like, "I'm not going to make him do it. He's not need to be poked anymore for this. He's going to remember having to be poked." Blah blah. He actually came out to California, uh, you know, because I'd have visitation with him, right? And I did it when he was out here. But he was how old at that point? Uh, I don't know. He's probably a year, maybe. Yeah, I thought it would have been a while. So he was like a year old. So the first year you're dealing with this, and your parents are dealing with this, yeah, and not sure if you know he's your kid. Um, now how were your parents back then? Did, did your parents know the story that you just came on her belly? (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember how, I don't know. I don't know if we've ever, well, I honestly, I don't know if I've ever told my parents, I don't know if they've ever asked. Uh, they found out because they read a letter that she wrote to me. Uh, I didn't tell them they, they read the letter and she's like, I think we need to talk. 
wait a minute. They found out that you had a kid because of the letter? No, that she was pregnant. That she was, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that you had a kid. They found out that you, that she was pregnant because they read a letter. Yeah, but it wasn't that they already had a kid. Not like he was like three So they went old. snooping through your room? I, I have no idea. I, I thought that was odd, too. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, your parents are pretty straight-laced, but it strikes me as kind of an odd thing for them to do. But it was through a letter, so I don't know if it was sitting out on the table and they decided to read it, or I have no idea. Huh. Okay. Uh so, um, you, so then you get the test done and you find out that you're, uh, that you are 99.87 or something like that. Percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at this stage, Daniel is, uh, 20 years old. And if you look at a picture of Daniel and you look at a picture of you at 20, there's no doubt that Daniel uh, yeah, is your, your kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there yeah, is absolutely there. But I my mean, lawyer, when I went there in, there might be a question that the kid is not Beth's, but the kid is definitely <laughs> yours. <laughs> Um, your lawyer, you had a lawyer. Yeah, I had a lawyer because uh, for uh, child support and all that kind of stuff. So I had a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, really nice guy, really drunk, but he was a really nice guy. Well, twenty years ago, an alcoholic lawyer was pretty normal, I guess. It was out in uh, Lubbock, Texas, and uh, you know, right. I, I'd jump in his car and he'd have his beer in his little car. His, uh, yeah, they didn't have <laughs> Jew lawyers in Texas, right? It was just uh, it was a good old boy, so yeah, they had to drink. Was. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a good old boy. It was um, the Jewish lawyers came to California. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, and uh, Beth is Beth's wanted a a deal that I give up all rights to him, and uh, my lawyer's like you should do it, and I opted not to, but he also said he said if you want to fight it you can because there is that point two or zero two percent that right. he's not. And I'm like really, <laughs> yeah, glad you didn't do that. Yeah, um, he's like I would save you a lot of money. I got four kids and blah 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 blah. It's like, me like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Listen to me, son. <laughs> I got four he's of these no fuckers. Lo- exactly. He's no longer around. He if was you can get right away, you should. <laughs> Even if you know it's yours, you should go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kids are bad. Okay. Um, and that's that sometimes I thought that's what he was telling me. He's like, you know, you just you if she's giving you a chance here to walk away, <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> you you should, you should take the chance. <laughs> exactly. Um. What. Uh, uh, um, ah, fuck! I didn't know. I lost my train of thought. Um, okay. You, oh, the lawyer. The, the, the she was willing to give you an out, so she wanted you to give up all rights, all custody, everything. Never see him again. Yes. And then, and you were done. You didn't have to pay child support yep, or anything. I'd be like done. Uh, back child support and everything, because we didn't go to court till he was three, and I didn't have proof of every time I sent money, so I was back child support. I did send stuff, but it wasn't what the court said I how much and I didn't have my checkbook to prove that I sent so much. And of course she wasn't going to. Oh yeah. I have this, the, the receipts. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So you, and you're still, I think you're still paying on child support. No, right? I'm done. You're done. You finally finished up. I'm usually done. You caught up and all of that is over with and done. So that's mm-hmm. good. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's not a bad deal to be able to just walk away, give up all rights and be done with it. I mean, Hindsight now, Daniel's a pretty good kid, so uh, I guess it's worth you know the. It was. I have a great relationship with him, and I'm I'm glad I didn't didn't opt for that. Yeah, totally. But um, because my life, I think, would have been a lot different. Yeah, not having a kid. But at the uh, uh, at the time, it's not such a bad deal. I mean, I don't know. 
your your odds of having a bad kid are much higher than your odds of having a good kid. <laughs> um, and so, he is he is a really good kid. So really, the lawyer good, was right. <laughs> to, he, I think he must have had three or four bad kids. How many kids he had? He must have had there almost been hell. Did did the lawyer, one of the lawyer's kids grow up to be uh, the Waco Texas guy? <laughs> but, <laughs> Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I, he, he, he was. He was a super nice guy, but he was quite the good old boy. I, I believe he was missing like two fingers from a, a hunting accident. And I mean, it was, he always wore his uh, a duster, duster and a cowboy hat everywhere he went. Yeah, like his, his car, his nice car was that Ford F-250. Nice. Uh, so you had a child. And never had the experience of enjoying the creation of the child. And she had a child without ever having sex. Right. I'm assuming. I'm, I don't know. She's the virgin Beth. <laughs> we should have nicknamed her Mary, I guess. I went with Beth. She's the virgin. Maybe we'll go back and do that. Yeah. Beth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beth. No, it would be Mary. <laughs> That's right. Mary. Changing it to Mary. Um, yeah, so there you go. And then you got stuck with a kid. And child support, and uh, everything seems to have worked out all these years later. But. It has. I have a great relationship with them. Everything's worked out good. There were some issues, which don't necessarily need to talk about that. But <laughs> some but issues overall, with, with Daniel? Oh, just picking them up and stuff. Oh, not with Daniel himself. Just uh, dealing with yeah. yeah, back and forth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is just normal stuff. For Well, she didn't – She yeah, she hated you and didn't speak to you for many years. It was a couple years, yeah. Um, and then – and she made things – I she didn't ever make things easy on you getting the kid. Um, I don't know that I can't necessarily say that she made them difficult. Uh, that you would might have felt they were difficult, but she certainly didn't make things easy. They you, they were difficult. There were the times where because I had to go out and pick up the kid. You know, like Christmas break, I'd I'd buy three round trip tickets for him to come out here for a week. Right. Because I had to get out there. Then I had to fly him and me out there. Then I had to fly me back. She wouldn't so. let him fly by himself. So you had to accompany him. You had I had to, to go. Had to At one point, up. I had to, uh, because she wouldn't, and I had, I had to rent a car, go to the house. I mean, I would fly into Austin, you know, early in the morning, drive two and a half hours to go pick him up, drive back, and then we'd fly back. So a whole day, I, you know, is me traveling, getting him, picking him up. Uh, right, I'm, because I'm also, if you if you stayed the night, she wouldn't let you stay the night there. So yeah. you had to get a hotel okay. room. So that became a whole issue. Too. I'm, and I'm a college student, so I have absolutely no money. I've slept in the cars. Right. I, there's Christmas eves and Christmas days where I had slept in the car because that's the cheapest flights I could get. So I'd sleep in the car somewhere. Right, and then your visitation was weird. Like, I, well, I guess maybe it's normal for a lot of people. Um, you had to give him back on Christmas Day, or you got Day him twenty sixth. The twenty sixth. That's actually back. normal. That is the standard. Um, which is, I kind of weird, but I guess it's so he can sort of have a hybrid Christmas with both families. Yeah, or so, so kids can have a hybrid. Yeah, and, and that's the standard. You get uh, from the day they're out of school till the twenty sixth at noon. I think it's noon. Yeah, that's and right. Then, I remember there from, was a time that you would, and then from twenty uh, sixth at noon to when he goes back to school. And then every other week or every other year it flops. So either I have him for Christmas or the next time I didn't have him for Christmas. Right. But a lot of times I opted not to have him for Christmas. But then that was also a thing with Thanksgiving, right? Thanksgiving was every other year. And, but you, what day did you get him? Like the Wednesday before? The Wednesday when school is out. Uh, So if school is out at three o'clock is when I could pick him up. 
Yeah, so then you would have to coordinate that, which and then, and then he had to be back Sunday night, and she wouldn't let him leave school early or anything like that. No. Wouldn't accommodate any of your schedule. Or no, there's one point where because I, I, I just couldn't afford to go out there to pick him up and take him to the airport because mm-hmm. he was old enough to fly on his own, but she wouldn't take him to the airport. Right. Yeah. So I, had, I called a nanny service, and I was going to pay a nanny to pick him up, and she eventually said no because I don't know the nanny. But I'm like, well, I'm not going out there, and I haven't, you know a licensed bonded nanny who will pick him up and take him to uh, the airport for me. And she wouldn't allow it. No, she, well, she, she couldn't say no because according to the court order, Oh, so you did end up having the nanny? No, she, she ended up saying, okay, I'll take him. She ended up caving. Yeah. She didn't want the nanny. She didn't want the nanny, but I'm like, well, this is what I'm going to do because I'm going to see my son. And according to the court, I'm not, I don't have to be the one to pick him up. It can be anybody. Well, there you go. Like I said, it, it's turned out good. Yeah. yeah we're friends well. now. and uh, Everything got patched up. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, Finally, uh, time heals all wounds. There was no big event or anything like that. It just Daniel and I have a great relationship. Yeah. Cool. Well, awesome. So that's the story of the birth of Daniel. There you go. The Immaculate <laughs> Conception. That's right. All right. Well, <clears throat> that pretty much concludes it for this week. All right. Well, maybe next time we'll talk about the girl who uh, flipped off Arlington National Cemetery. <laughs> Oh, we never got there, did we? Yeah, we didn't. That's okay. It's we'll okay. never get there next week. What happened? Oh, she okay. Well, the short of the story is, so she flips off. She she goes on this. She's with adults. She works with kid, uh, adults with disabilities. Okay. And she goes to Arlington. Well, are we talking Center. about adults who are crippled, or are we that talking I don't about know. It? Okay. The thing just says just adults, adults with disabilities. All right. Uh, uh, so she's so at Arlington National uh-huh. Cemetery, and there's a sign there that says uh, "Show." Re- uh, Please be silent and show respect. Okay. So her photo is her flipping and flipping the sign off and pretending like she's yelling. Oh, so really has nothing to do with the servicemen because she's yeah, like, she's, I totally respect them. She's more so making fun of the sign. Yeah. And, 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 and okay. But so, and then she posted it, you know, she had someone take it and she posted it on Facebook because you know, the night before she was, had her photo with, with a no smoking sign as she was smoking. Okay. And yeah, and someone got wind of it and said that's inappropriate. You, you can't believe you're doing this. That um, and she ends up getting fired from. So somebody day. else recognized that the sign was from Arlington National Cemetery. Yeah, because I don't remember from the picture. I don't know if it actually says Arlington. I don't see. I don't remember seeing that anywhere. Oh, did you look at the picture? You saw. Yeah, it was on. Yeah, it was on one of the things I was reading. Okay. Um, so, okay. So she has her picture. Someone calls, someone gets pissed off and what? And they, she ends up getting fired from her job so, uh, for, from her job of uh, taking care of the disabled. Yeah. Disabled kids. Uh, adults, uh, adults. Right. And some of those adults could be, uh, former vets. Um, well that I don't know, but even that just seems ridiculous because I, if I do it, I, I you tell me to take down my post, but it's my job. So why should you tell me that I can't do it? Well, um, I'm not disrespecting my job. I'm not saying, you know, fuck disability, disabled adults. They're all idiots. But everybody who's employed, even if you just work at Walmart, um, you can be fired if you, for conduct that is unbecoming of the company, uh, companies have a right to fire you for that. So if you do it on their time, if I'm, no. a, if I'm a porn star and still work at Walmart, I can do that. Well, I can be gay and work at Chick-fil-A if I'd like. There are, yeah, I mean, there are balances of what your uh, and it's my personal your rights are. But, um, hmm, I remember a long time ago, someone at Coke got fired for drinking a Pepsi during lunch. Uh, 
Maybe we should look up that story for a future podcast. <laughs> um, but I mean, if you're disgracing the company when you're not at the company, then the company should be able to fire you. But you know, she wasn't really disgracing the company. It wasn't had anything to do with the company. It was her, and it was her own Facebook, right? Her and personal page. Had the company not fired her, it wouldn't have become a story. So no one else would actually know about it. Uh, so yeah, and she could be the best. You know, she could be employee I guess of the month for the past ten months, and we don't know that. But I everyone's get, like, "Oh, she's saying bad things about military." I'm like, "I've done stupid stuff like that." Yeah. You know, I've uh, I was at a summer camp, and I got to the uh, the what's it called the the pool at um, reflection pool. I jumped in there <laughs> with all, with with some of my camp kids. I didn't get fired. Uh, which reflection pool? The uh, one in Washington. Yeah, the Washington. Um, the one in front of the uh, Washington, Washington Monument, Monument yeah. that reflects the the monument. You yeah. got into that? Yeah, I got into that with me and, and some of my my camp kids. <laughs> I uh, wish I get a photo of it. I've been asking some of the kids, and I can't seem to find a photo of it. Who uh, who told you to get out of the reflecting pool? Cops. <laughs> Uh, but they didn't arrest you they or anything. They just told you this isn't for swimming. Yeah. How deep was the reflecting? Ah, uh, it's only like knee you. deep. Yeah, I was gonna say. Cause uh, think- actually, you know, it was it, uh, the only reason I did is because I saw uh, we it was when it's nineteen ninety four. Forrest Gump came out, and he gets in the reflection pool. It's where he yeah, meets yeah, uh, Jenny. Right. right. He, he goes running across it to Jenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it is. And so I, I I got in there for that, and then some of the kids followed me in. Yeah, but I didn't get fired for it. When there's been protests, I think people end up inside yeah. of it. Um, I don't think there's really any law against it. It's just disrespectful, I guess. But well, I was on company time. They could have gone ahead and fired me, but I, I did not get I'm fired. I'm not sure why it would be disrespectful. They erected a large phallic monument that doesn't have anybody buried there, um, I don't think. The Washington no. Monument is just a monument to Washington. Then they built a large pool to reflect the phallic mo- <laughs> monument. It's not like it's holy water or anything you know, sacred. It's and not like it the Arlington Cemetery. Yeah, why shouldn't it, it be black? Why ain't it a black penis if it's going to be that big? <laughs> well, Obama's got four more years. Maybe that's one of his orders. <laughs> For couldn't do it in the first four, but now I'm down to the last four. Fuck you guys. We're painting that thing black. Nice shade of brown for all the Hispanics who voted me in. Um, it's yeah, I don't. You know, hey, I. Uh, yeah, I don't she think have they been should have, fired. Yeah, she shouldn't have been fired. Probably not. Should have become an issue. Probably not. Should she have done it? Probably not. I mean, I don't know. It's funny though. I, I thought it's something I may have done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could totally see the relationship to the sign and not necessarily the location. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Things that make you go, Hmm. Should she been fired? I say no. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have an opinion. I don't really, I mean, I would have to see the photo, I guess, to know, but even then I don't really, I don't know. What else has she done? If she's never done anything else, probably shouldn't have been fired. But is this going to harm her for getting a job for the rest of her life? Probably not. I don't know. You never know. Now her name's all over the place. And if you Google her and see that she got fired for doing that, you know, and my, and the boss happens to be a vet. I I was, uh, I remember there was a point where I was going to hire this girl. Her resume and everything looked fantastic, uh, and she had worked in or uh, was currently working in In and Out Burger at the time, which I knew to be a great company and worked the shit out of their employees. Um, you make decent money at In and Out, and they like I think they In and Out's one of the companies that you can bring in your uh, um, 
your tuition, your not tuition, yeah, but they get co- scholarships out. Your cost of your classes, mm-hmm. uh, and they reimburse up to a certain amount. That is um, correct. Which is mostly, I think, like if you go to community college and work in In and Out, you can get a. And the same with Starbucks. I think Starbucks is another one that will almost pay for your your community college. Um, you can get a lot of it paid for by them. But anyway, hard, good company to work for uh, for a kid. And uh, so anyway, great resume. Everything looked fantastic. And then I back then, I don't know if it was Facebook or MySpace. I looked her up online and there were uh, pictures of her and her homies with uh, 40s, uh, 40 ounces of beer and smoking pot bongs. <laughs> and I that was it. That was the point where I'm like, you know, it's it's not that I'm not going to hire you because you're smoking pot and drinking beer. It's that you're posting photos of you smoking pot and drinking beer. Yeah. Like if you're that hey, fucking dumb, <laughs> then you're not smart enough to work here. I mean, it, that was really the thing because uh, I could care less what you do on your own time. But that just said you have no sense of judgment. <laughs> like, And I don't even know why you want to flash that, like be all over about, hey, this is. Look at me getting high. Yeah, that's that's right. fantastic. Woo. Look at me with a... I don't even know why you would want to post pictures. Those kids are dumb. Right. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, if I had to come across a picture of her, uh, one picture and a sea of pictures of her drunk or something like that would have been fine. But it was like an entire photo album dedicated to this is what I do on weekends. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah, not a good thing. So she never got the job. Who knows what happened to her? She's probably wearing condoms in the porn industry today. <laughs> Uh, that law, does it state where you have to wear a condom? Uh, so you're wondering if you don't have to put it on your penis. Maybe exactly. you can just wear it on your middle finger. Exactly. Um, what I read, it actually doesn't go into uh, – people don't have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. Um, a law was passed in Los Angeles County this past election that requires uh, all porn sets to apply for a permit. And a subline to that was that all of those sets would have to meet a medical code and wear a condom. So any porn movie that is being shot in Los Angeles County now needs to have a permit, uh, which isn't expensive, but needs to post then a health code uh, statement somewhere on the property so the neighbors could see. And then all the performers need to wear condoms. Uh, so uh, it was disguised as, a, as generating revenue for the uh, city or county, which I'm all for. I mean, there's no reason that a a porn set should get away with, you know, not getting a permit. I mean, everything else has to get, you, you film in LA, you have to get a permit and the permits aren't that expensive. Um, you can, I think you can get a permit for a week of filming in Los Angeles for like three grand, which is probably a lot for a porn set, but you know, an indie movie or whatever, a regular movie, it's not too bad. Uh, the real downfall was the condom wearing and the posting, because a lot of the time uh, people who aren't from California I probably won't have a relation or understand, but a porn movie could be filming next door. And I have no idea. I don't know what the hell's going on inside the house. I mean, they're great neighbors. Yeah. Uh, But this happens all over uh, the San Fernando Valley and Malibu and all over LA County. Uh, Movies are filming inside of houses and, uh, or inside of backyards secluded. Uh, Porn companies do not bring massive amounts of trucks typically. Um, it's a very small cruise of people. So you, you know, maybe there's five, six additional cars on your street. You don't even know that they're, that they're there many times. Um, but now by posting it, you're saying to all your neighbors, Hey, look, we're fucking inside. Mm. Um, 
And then on top of that, a health inspector could come randomly to check to see if the condoms are being worn. And if not, I guess shut the production down. Uh, so from what I read, no, the line, the law is going to need to be defined. Uh, and when you wear a condom. So do you wear a condom for oral sex? Do you wear a condom for a hand job? Where do you wear the condom? Can you wear it on your finger? So if, uh, uh, it's a girl on girl scene and they're fingering each other, are they wearing condoms on their fingers or like this is something that now some legislature needs to sit down. So we're going to waste our money. We're going to waste a ton of money figuring out uh, when you need to wear condoms. And the other thing is it didn't say anything about dental dams. So are there going to be condoms worn for oral sex on a man, but oral sex on a woman, no dental dam? Because it's not written in a law. It's not. I didn't read anything about dental dams. So... Uh, then isn't that like a violation of rights? Isn't that, you know, like it's good for one side, but not for, I mean, double standards. Yeah. Double standard. So yeah, the whole law is just messed up. And unfortunately the porn industry isn't organized enough, I think to fight it, but maybe they will. I mean, they fought the Mies commission. People have probably no idea what I'm talking about with that. Look it up. Mies commission. (laughs) M E E S E. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, porn u- or condom use in Los Angeles County. The big thing and my argument back when and still is if you and your wife run a porn site, do you have to wear a condom now? And do you have to I post it? That too. <laughs> I, I bring that up to some friends the other day. Yeah. Cause she, one of my friends voted yes on it. I'm like, so you and your husband decided to make a video and post it to was adult tube. Okay. So do you have to post outside that you're going to be doing that right. from now on that you're going to be having sex and it may be filmed and it may go on. And her answer was probably that we're not going to make a video. Well, yeah, but I'm like, I'm never going to do that because I'm a stuck up twat. I would never allow that shit to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. whatever. That is a good thing about kids today. Their access to cell phones and stuff. Um, man, their girls today are bigger whores than we've ever had before. And that's just awesome for our youth. (laughs) <laughs> for the youth, yes. <laughs> for us, not so much. Yeah, doesn't mean anything to us anymore. Damn no, it. <laughs> no. Who's growing up now? The sexual revolution has finally, you know, come to its completion when uh, everybody's got naked pictures of themselves on their iPhones or their laptops or whatever. And and kids uh, and through high school do apparently uh, there was there's an issue. Of one of our students, um, girl, goes off to the bathroom. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Guy leaves her cell phone on the desk. The guy. Checks the cell phone. Awesome. Finds photos, emails it to himself. Awesome. Puts the phone back on her desk. She comes back in the bathroom, has no idea. Awesome. So So now there's fucking awesome. All right. So now there's photos of this girl all over the place because (laughs) what's he going to do with them? He's off, you know, shooting them all over the place. Oh, that is fantastic. People are dumb. You know, kids are dumb. No one's going to know. No one's going to be able to see my photos. Um, There was a time there. There's a girl that I knew that I sort of knew um, that uh, I had picked up her phone and she was at the table. We were at a restaurant and she was at the table and I was just fucking around with her phone and I came across a picture and I texted it to myself <laughs> and she had no idea. <laughs> yeah, and then you just go in and you erase the text and mm-hmm. no idea that it's even there. And, yeah, uh, that's but that's, now. that's fantastic. I asked I, when my nephew, I was writing something, uh, I don't know, a couple of years ago, he was still in high school. 
And uh, that was a question I quizzed him on uh, quite a bit at one point. If he had seen naked pictures of girls that he was going to school with uh, and that they didn't know that he had seen those pictures. And he was like, oh, yeah, totally. Um, And just from boyfriends taking the photos or girls taking the photos and them getting sent or whatever, and then you showing it to your buddies or sharing it with your buddies. Um, This case, actually, what you're talking about is much similar to what I was trying to write or work on. Um, and that is, I, well, that's why you, I password protect, do you password protect your phone? I don't really. Wow. I mean, yes, I do. For those listeners, both Deanna and I do. I, I mean, it, it's not because of, you know, there's a slew of nude photos on my phone. It's actually has more to do that. Um, my banking app is on my phone, my, uh, Starbucks app. Uh, there's, you know, you could, if you get a hold of my phone, you could spend money. Um, there's, you know, you could buy things and <laughs> so yeah, I'm not even like that on mine. Oh no. I, I can, just have the naked photos. I can take photos of checks and, uh, submit them. You have naked photos. <laughs> I just have naked photos. <laughs> I just let that one go. I was like, yeah, well probably I don't know, everybody does. Don't they? Um, so that is cool. So they found the guy, the guy, they traced it back to the, they were able to find out who did it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause all his buddies eventually are like, Oh no, we got him from such and such. Yeah. Uh, well, when did this happen? Tell. Uh, recently, I don't know how long ago. Do you know who the girl and the guy are have you seen them both no i don't oh no it was just a happy hour and we were talking the other day with one of the counselors and she was explaining it but i don't know who it is it's gonna happen i mean the counselors probably have to deal with a lot of uh phones getting taken away or- they do and, and she's like you know i start looking at the phone and and she's like all of a sudden i'm like i can't look at this it's child porn yeah, yeah so she's like i think she ended up giving it to either the assistant principal because that's their job i think that's what she did oh, the assistant principal is allowed to look to he's well he's the uh, dedicated child born <laughs> well, i have a license to well, look at the, the child thing, porn here <laughs> is he now a child into child porn because he he has to look at the photos to see what was sent or right. whatever match him up right so does he like child is it bad that he looks at child porn? Well, and that in any case that comes in front of uh the the court, you know, fucking judges have to look at it uh and the lawyers have to look at it to make their judgment. So the sheer act of looking at it makes you uh guilty of it, mm. right? I mean, you just just And then, you know, okay, so I see this girl and I I you know, so now see naked photos of her. Now she's walking across campus. Do I say hi to her? Do I not say hi to her? What, what would you do? Yeah, that's a snafu. <laughs> that's a. Um, and if she's under your caseload, yeah, because our 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 APs they have you know A through Z. Oh, we just had uh, you uh, the a retired NFL uh, player in Orange County or San Diego. He hugged and kissed a boy. He just got uh, the charges were just dismissed. Um. And I guess after you don't know the story that I'm talking about, uh, it it comes up because of the way that you then look at somebody, uh, it, it, after going to court, the, apparently the guy is, uh, such in a, like an emotional sweetheart and incapable of fully understanding what he did was inappropriate. Not that he's slow, but he's very much like it was he 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 didn't i think i don't know how he kissed the kid i think he might have kissed the kid on the forehead but because it was a boy i imagine that then his friends started making fun of him and everything then snowballed from there and it you know the teacher got in trouble and he was looking at losing he was brought to court and all sorts of shit 
And the judges have concluded that this guy had, there was no malice on his part. He was just simply, he was happy for the kid and hugged him and kissed him, which is inappropriate, but it goes to the inappropriateness. If you see a girl, the girl that you now have, have naked photos of, uh, or seen naked photos of, if you just say hello to her, if you don't say hello to her or do say hello to her, either way, you're now, your, your decision is colored. Yeah. Um, so that was what I was. That was where I was going. Was if you knew who the girl was, was a is she cute? Like, is she a girl that we would want to see naked photos of? Uh, I'll send them over to you later. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Um, I have no idea. But uh, um, yeah, anyway, uh, so yeah, that's good. So talk to your counselors. Find more stories like that. <laughs> I find those entertaining. What what the kids are doing today and how they're getting in trouble with each other. Um, but that is that is fucking awesome. Team <laughs> Elder do himself. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you know they're smart enough to do these things. And I don't know See, why the story, people keep doing it. And and you know the counselor was like, "Why do you have naked photos of yourself on the phone?" And actually now I don't know if you know my when I was on Quovadas and my fraternity brothers, they they tell me now there's this app that you take a photo, but if you send a naked photo of you to somebody, it vanishes in like three seconds. It's like three to five seconds, depending on, I forgot the name of the app was though, but it's something so you can get a quick glance. So, you know, she can take a quick shot of her boobs and send them over to you and you look at them and they're gone. Yeah, mm. uh, uh, that doesn't really work. Well, uh, there's an app for it. I don't know how it works, but I'll find out more. Well, cause I could tell you that, uh, well on an iPhone, if you push the power button and the, uh, main button at the, the same time, save. it takes a screenshot. So anything that the phone can see, so in that second, I could take a screenshot of it. Um, I didn't get in specifics. I yeah. just heard that's... There's a lot of apps that out there. Uh, people say do things that don't actually do. There was the... Uh, that We even made it on a TV show. I forget which one. Um, an app that claimed that you could go straight to voicemail. So if I didn't want to talk to you, I could use this app and it would bypass you answering the phone and go straight to your voicemail and I could just leave a voicemail message. Um, and yeah, it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't. Isn't that called text? Well, yeah, but the point <laughs> I was. I don't really want to talk to you. I'm just going to go ahead and text you. The point would be, oh, hey, I missed you again. Oh, I was. I tried to call you. I tried to get a hold of you, but I got your voicemail. Yeah, so, was there, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be coming home till late tonight. I'm going to go to the bar and see the guys, you know, the game. And then when she calls you back, you send her to your voicemail. So you never communicate with your wife so she can't tell you not That's to go to the bar. That's a great app. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't exist because that, that has to work on the phone company's level and yeah. it doesn't work. Um, a disappearing photo? I don't know. Maybe, actually, the clever thing about that app is just to make girls think that it works. There's the good app. <laughs> That's right. Build an app, and what the app does is uh, it takes the naked photo and stashes it in a folder on my phone that uh, you know makes it look like it disappeared. So then I could show my girlfriend, look, you take a photo and then it disappears. So put the app on her phone and meanwhile she could, then she can take shit and send it to me and then it just keeps storing on my phone and she thinks it disappeared because girls aren't smart with technology, right? <laughs> All right. We are way over. This is like an extra show. This is a show within a show, a bonus show. We're at 20, an hour and 22 minutes. This is the longest show we've done. Wow. Anyhow, 
Uh, I think that's it. Did we? Was there any other topics we didn't finish? <laughs> we started. I don't think so. It was so long ago now. Yeah. I don't know. You're listening to Convinced. I'm Vince Roca. I'm Michael Hutchinson. What, leave your comments, suggestions, <laughs> and feedback and stuff like that on iTunes. We'll read those. And for more on the show, visit getconvinced.com.